Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. With over 200 episodes in 17 countries, over five seasons, with three million monthly listeners, we are Radio Strong. Now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, everybody, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and this is one of my favorite topics because I am always rushed, I'm always running everywhere, and you can hear... I haven't even had my breakfast yet. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. I've already taught spin and yoga, dropped one kid off at dance, taken my dad to his physical therapy. And now I'm sitting down to do a a broadcast with my good friend, Robin Boyd, and my co-host. And Rob, you would think as my kids age, I would get like less stressed, less crazy, but it's just crazy all the time. And I think every mom has that. If your kids live at home, I don't even care how old they are. Even when they don't live at home, it's still crazy. I'll tell you, my both kids are married and moved away. And there are days that I am still on the phone and taking care of X, Y, Z. This mail came here. I've got to forward it. This, It's still. Uh, and of course, your kids always come first. You always put them or your, the rest of your family ahead and you uh, are taking care of an elder as I once did everything else comes first and it's well, and you know Rob it's really tough like I had one kid with COVID and everybody else in the house was fine yeah. so it was really an interesting thing because you know I would mask up glove up go into his room and you know put his tray down and he's like mom I want a hug and I'm like going okay if you were eight I would hug you you're 15 you can suck it up I don't want to get COVID and I shot out of the room (laughs) you know I have other people to take care of like you want to comfort that kid and and I told him I said I would love to hug you I would love to get in bed and snuggle with you because I know you feel so sick but I can't be sick like I can't take care of my dad I can't run my company I can't do all these things as a single mom I love you and I'll text you how much I love you and I shot out of the room (laughs) I, I think there are so many times that we just have to remember that yeah we do have to take care of ourselves and whether it means you're not exposing yourself or whether it means you are taking time to go to spin or that you are sitting in the bathtub maybe for five minutes instead of hopping in and out of the shower and two, you know, there are times that you just have to stop, stop for one minute and just say, all right, all right. I just, I have to just collect myself. That's okay. You know, I think we, as, as moms forget that we have to give ourselves permission to do these things. We, we need to remember that our mental health is just as important as our physical health. And if we're so tired because we're worried about the little things, then we're going to bark and not be patient. And we're, we're not going to even enjoy the things that are more important. I remember we were at, we were at Disney once and um, we had a big family gathering down there and it was so busy and so hectic. And Steve was saying he was so stressed because we had to be here at one time and here at the other time. Not two weeks after we were home, I would mention something to you. Wasn't that mosaic mural cool over at the at that place? And he'd go, what mosaic museum? Just did not even see, I meant mural, not museum. Didn't even see it or recall it 
and he was missing out on maybe a once in a lifetime thing because he was so wrapped up in gotta get there gotta do this gotta go right. gotta what's get coming go. next like what's, what's up next stop you know the old stop and smell the roses <laughs> yeah. well that's one of the things like you know i felt came to a screeching halt when you know as a mother both of us have had this experience being diagnosed with a pretty severe cancer and i was stage three c3 and you were four Yep. And, you know, we're still here. Thank you to all our doctors yep. and medical companies yep. and, you know, internists and intuitives and Reiki and massage. I did it all, Rob, you know, the whole thing. But one of the things I realized was I was going through my days at warp speed and you're right. And I was using my phone because my phone, I would capture those moments mm -hmm. so that I can enjoy them in the bathtub later. And now I look back and go, okay, that was insanity. Mm-hmm. But thank goodness you had the wherewithal to do that. The fact that we have a, a phone in our hand. Back when I went through it, we I, we weren't quite as tech savvy back in those days. We were talking 1998. Not that it was that long ago, really. But as far as technology is concerned, it was quite a while ago. The, what I think is um, important is to be a little more organized as far as you took pictures of the things that you needed to savor later. I had a physical calendar, paper calendar on my refrigerator, and I would know of the days that I needed to be fresh. I wanted to go to my son's play. I wanted to go to my daughter's uh, game or whatever. Those were the times I knew I needed to physically be there. So did it matter that I stopped at the store and got milk? Nope, somebody else can do that. Did it matter that um, somebody else was able to go to the Girl Scout meeting? I didn't have to let them take care of it. Pacing yourself and making sure you're fresh for the things that do matter and let go of the things that somebody else either can help you with and take them up on it when they say, gee, I'm so sorry to hear you have cancer. Is there anything I can do? Yes. As a matter of fact, you can. <laughs> yeah, right. You can. Yes. Yes. Right, you can yes. Don't, don't, you know, try and suck it up and say, oh, I'm fine. I can take care of it. Call them on it and say, you know, <laughs> you offered and you said you could give me a hand. Would you stop and pick up milk for me when you drive by my road five times a day anyway? you know well and you realize how much joy like i get joy in helping my mom friends and my any of my friends who need help like that gives me a whole it sets off my whole day like i'm super happy when i can help someone so learning to ask for help is a big deal but there are times like when i first moved to this big house you know we used to call it the tomb remember back in the day <laughs> like oh my god i live in a tomb it's cold all the time there's like no life anywhere except for like when me and the kids were running around in there um but there are are times in your life where there is nobody to help there is nobody to ask it's two o'clock in the morning and you can't ask anybody or if you're me a single mom moving to a new neighborhood you can't mm -hmm. ask for help there is no one to ask for help and i will tell you that's when i whip out best fiends and you guys can laugh all you want i've been playing this game for three years they are our sponsor today and they are a big part of my self-care 
Absolutely. Because you know, like when you're stuck by yourself and you're, you're waiting for your kid or I'm waiting for my dad or like I'm waiting for something and I get so frustrated, Rob, and I'm like, I can whip out Best Fiends and Best Fiends is a mobile puzzle game that anyone can download and play. And whether you have a few minutes or a few hours, Best Fiends is the perfect puzzle game to unwind because you're having so much fun. Rob, you and I have been playing this for years. For years, for years. I got to tell you at night when my brain is just saturated, I have, a, there are times that my job, my day job is very, very stressful. When I get to bed, it's like, I can't wait to hop into bed because I know Gordon and Pop and Gene are going to be <laughs> sitting there waiting for me. And I'm going to get that, that slug, whether, you know, it, the fact that these are become your little fiend friends <laughs> i know they're like my little buddies and you know it's february and february is the month of love and you know who deserves that love you and me because honestly you've been married for like freaking ever how long have you been married 45 years okay you're married 45 years i am divorced for i've been divorced this year longer than i've been married and i can tell you i'm probably going to play best fiends longer than my marriage lasted because i can count on best fiends for a good time like i just Thank turned you. it on my phone rob and the first thing that comes up is it's a valentine's day dance and there's one of the little fiends it's a ladybug but the black things are heart and there's a, a wheel you can spin for amazing jackpots yes. and if you complete 15 challenges you get to get valentine's bob like did you get that this morning when you turned it on i did and there's a there's a we started the season of caesar too which is kind of fun this month that that i think is fun and then they've got these little clubs that you can join too yes which means that when you get the 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 club you get those extra little bonuses which i absolutely love and oh my goodness you get a few extra keys to open up some more boxes and don't you get so excited when you open up the keys i mean i'm like a little kid again i'm like which box should i choose there's like nine and you get to choose a box and you're like oh i hope i get like you know a jackpot <laughs> yes i know then the more um meteor mites that you get you know you get more you get to pick more uh higher levels on your fiends it is really fun but what is beautiful about it is it gives you that moment to stop and unwind yes. and have that time for yourself and we deserve that much needed recharge oh my gosh do we need it absolutely like it's like this like mental spa day wherever you go and i do find when i play i'm giggling i'm <laughs> tapping along to the music because it is good music it's not annoying music some of the games the music's really annoying and i like the music on this one and like right now i've got a valentine's day dance challenge and i have to collect 55 records and it's really fun because it just is so silly like when they had the one fiend and he's skating around with the blocks of ice on his feet like i was cracking up going it just makes me feel like i'm not a mom i'm not a caregiver i'm not a company owner i'm not anybody other than having a good time and i think as moms we want to have that good time and you know me i'm a health buff so i don't want to have a good time with drugs or alcohol sometimes i can't go out because i have to babysit my kids or right. stay with my dad but yeah. i can put on my phone i can give my brain some tlc i'm on over level 300 how about you rob i am actually at 301 right now Woo! 
good for you. Yeah. I can eat you. And the other thing that's really fun is we can send gifts to each other. You're in New Hampshire. I'm in Los Angeles. So I can find you on there and send you some gifts. And that's really fun because it's no trips to the post office, no cost. It's super fun. If you are ready to give your brain some TLC, download Best Fiends free today on the app store or google play that's friends without the r best fiends friends without the r look for me look for robin we have so much fun in this game and it just takes you away from everything and then you can come back to whatever you're dealing with in a good mood and it also honestly i will tell you it kept me from screaming at this pharmacist this week that didn't have my dad's stuff i called ahead to make sure it was there and she said you know what i'm going to have to make some calls we have it in stock it's going to be a half an hour normally i would be like like angry going across around the pharmacy like what can i buy can i get something for shampoo nope i sat down i whipped out my best fiends and i played and i was this happy little clam that you know five years ago before i knew about this game i would be just resting bee face and tapping my foot all sorts ugly so if you are ready to give your brain some tlc download best fiends free today on the app store or google play that's friends without the art best fiends now rob we're talking today about mom tips and how to get through what we're going through whether your kid's sick with COVID or not or whether you're a sandwich generation caring for a parent while caring for children as most of us are and as COVID continues we've got nursing homes and care facilities that don't have enough people so it's you or it's me <laughs> like that's all that's left and I think it's really hard to manage the guilt you know, like I feel guilty if I go to the store and I don't check with everybody in the house what they want. Mm-hmm. And then I tell them where I'm going and they want to come with me. And I just am like, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm grinding my teeth going, I really just need that time alone with the car. But then yep. the kids and my dad are like, they want to get out of the house. So managing everybody else's needs. And as a mom, you know, we think for everybody else. You know, we're like, we, I know you need to get out of the house, even though they might be absolutely fine playing their Xbox. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with saying, you know what? I need a little time myself. I'm, I want to shop for something. I know you don't care whether I shop for deodorant or not. And I want to stand there and shop for deodorant. I think it's okay. To, to level with them and say, you know, I really just want to go on my own. I, I need a little time to think about some things. I want to shop for a few things that are just for me that I need to check out. And you're going to get impatient. And there's other things I think that you enjoy more. So just level with them and say, you know what? Nope. I, I need to, I need to go on my own. Sometimes, sometimes that works. Sometimes that gives me, gets me lip. I will tell you. Well, I'm sure, you know, mom, I want to spend time with you, mom. I need time too. So if you have boys, you know what I do? I just say, you know what, guys, I got to shop for feminine products, bras and underwear. So you're not going to want to go. And they're like doors shut back to the Xbox. As soon as mom mentions feminine products, boom, you're out free and clear. I don't know what to do with girls. I don't have them, but that's what I do with my boys. They're like, yep, no problem, mom. Go have a good time. I I did have a girl and and there were times that that just wouldn't work 
you're going to get lip no matter what. If you drag them with you in the car, come on, I, I need to have you come with me. Oh, geez, mom. And you hear it all the way. They're going to give you lip no matter what. So you put your boundary up and you say, nope, I need some time. Or you say, come on, get in the car because they're not old enough to be on their own or whatever. Or you want to capture them in the front seat and give them a good lecture. Yeah. Like I just yeah. had this conversation with somebody yesterday because I said, Back in my day, before the days of the cell phones, I would take the most circuitous route home because you have the best conversations with kids sometimes in the car. And they, even with the cell phones, I think you still end up, there's less devices in the car than, than if you're sitting at home with all the other devices that are around. We used to have some very good conversations and sometimes kids Littler ones, the one mom that I was talking to has a nine-year-old. They just didn't quite have the wherewithal to describe what it was they were meeting. It was actually a project, an earth project that, that the mom just thought the kid wanted to plant trees. And she, they were worried that some trees were, were being removed from an area. It wasn't just the single planting of the tree that the child was concerned about the fact that the animals were then displaced and didn't have a place to live Mm. or eat or, or be safe was the secondary consequence to these trees being removed. And the mom said, I had no idea that was where she was headed with her thinking. And I said, yeah, because kids may have, the kids are really pretty savvy, but they don't always have the wherewithal to express what they're trying to say. And when there's less stimulus around them, be the the television, the brother, the the whatever else is going on, and you're one-on-one in the car, it gives them time to kind of come out with what they're trying to say. So yeah, that was, that was my kind of go-to was, you know, don't, is as as much of a hurry we are to get to the next appointment sometimes an extra five minutes around the block um can can really be helpful well sometimes like i will say to my kids because i i do have boys and i do have boys who have a really hard time having a conversation um with a lot of eye contact they have a hard time with conversation and um, I find that I will say to them, hey, you can play a game on your phone, but you can't text your friends while we talk. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I do find, especially my boys, and I think a lot of boys are like this, like if they're bouncing a basketball, they can talk more about their feelings. If they're playing mm-hmm. a, a shooting mm-hmm. game or a car game, you know, they still go like, ooh, you know, like while you're driving. <laughs> but I find that that kind of takes the pressure off a conversation. Now, mm-hmm. will I get mad if they're texting their friends while I'm talking? So you just say that like, hey, I'd like to talk to you. There's nothing wrong. But and you can play a game while we talk. But I would rather you not text your friends because I know you can play and listen to me. And there's some kind of kid. I don't know what's you know, what kind of kid it is, but they do better. Like my kids, boys do better. We might be grocery shopping. And mm-hmm. while they're picking up chips, I can ask them what's going on at school and they will tell me where is if I sat in the car with them and said so Max what's going on in school or Zach what's going on in school they're like nothing fine it's good yeah but we can go to the chip aisle in the store and I go what pick out what kind of chips you want they're picking out chips and I'll say to them hey what's going on in school how's how's math going and then they start talking 
and they don't even realize it because they're picking out the chips. So if you have a kid that doesn't articulate well or doesn't want to have those mom conversations, <laughs> like that's really helpful. Play, talk to them while they're playing their video games. Yeah, yeah. I would always get through because I would ask them to teach me how to play the game. Mm. And, and to this day, Ross will will have a new game and he'll say, mom, you got to see this. He's almost 40 years old, but he's still <laughs> sharing screenshots of a game <laughs> because we still have this, this rapport with each other. But it is stopping and taking our adult brains and the adult stress and the in adult environment that we live in and remembering that kids haven't, haven't had that yet. And right. our, our complex brains that are filled with societal pressures, everything, and everything else, they're not there yet. So don't rob them of their discovery of, or their aha moments because we're, we're, you know, kind of, clouded with with some other stuff i would love it when ross would sit down and show me how i mean i had more fun with mario and and oh yeah mario karts i love mario karts oh my gosh oh my gosh and uh this maybe this is one of the reasons why i love best fiends so much as an adult in that yeah. i have this time that was so joyous with my children and now this is just for me <laughs> Right. Well, and you know, it's funny that you talk about just for me. I started this thing at the first of the year and I wouldn't say I'm perfect at it, Rob, but I'm pretty good. In my bathroom, I put a journal. I bought myself a pretty journal on Amazon. It was like 12 bucks. Mm -hmm. It has gold thing and it has like a big heart on the front and like a moonscape. It's just really pretty. And I have a pen and I sit it. I have a little like makeup table where I get ready, dressing table yeah. kind of thing. And I put it there and I vowed that I would write three pages in the morning and three pages at night. And you remember a couple of years ago, I did Julia Cameron's, yeah. you know, program where you have to write three pages a day for 12 weeks. And she gives you all these things to do. And what I found was when I stopped last year, I stopped my journaling and I'm going to tell you how the journaling goes. Cause it's not like your typical, like, you know, contemplate life journaling. Mm. Um, I just sit down and I found that when I stopped doing it, Rob, my anxiety levels went up, my headaches went up, my stress level went up. So now what I do is when I get up in the morning and I don't get up crazy early, I do have to take kids to school. So I got to get yeah. up and do that. But I set my timer on my watch or my phone for 15 minutes. I make myself a cup of tea. I have a little one of those hot pots, you know, in my bathroom yeah. Yeah. before I leave my room to go in and get anybody else. I pick up my pen and I kind of write whatever's on my mind. And it could yeah. be about the kids. It could be a worrisome thing. It could be something I'm excited about. And I just don't worry about spelling or grammar or punctuation. Oh, yeah. Nobody's going to read this. Right. You just dump it on paper. And I might write a paragraph or I might write the full three pages, which is what I try to do. And sure. again, you just write longhand and you scribble and it doesn't matter. Right. But what I found was when I go downstairs, I'm so much more prepared. Like I've cleared out my mind. And then yeah. fast forward, I go to bed about 11 o'clock every night. I get up at 645 and I don't have to get the kids to school till 730. So at night, I do the same thing because I brush my teeth. 
then I sit down and I do drink tea after I brush my teeth, but I sit down with my cup of tea and I take my journal out and I write three pages or I try to write three pages, you know, just maybe 700 words, not a lot. And it'll start like today was a good day because this is and this happened. I was so mad at so-and-so when she did this, or I was mad at my kid who did this. And then I realized like, that's, they're just being a kid. Like, and I do this thing and then I go to bed and I am having the best sleep of my life. How wonderful. I think it's like, you know, your phone or your computer, you know, kind of goes haywire, then you have to restart it and clear it. So I look at this as like clearing out my buffers. I wish I had known this when my kids were little, because I probably would have written, I didn't get the laundry done today. I didn't get the laundry done today. My kitchen is a mess and blah, 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 blah. Because then I could look back on it and go, okay, your kitchen's always going to be a mess. Like your laundry is always going to be backed up because that's the beautiful thing about laundry. The minute you get the laundry done, somebody comes in with a dirty pair of pants or a dirty sweatshirt. Of course, of course. My, I'll have to try that for the morning in that I find, Chris, we've been working at home more than we have been in an office. You and I both have been working out of the house even long before COVID. What I find was that I have my area for for one job, and then I have another area for another job. What I tend to, and I find that those do help me segregate my brain just absolutely my materials on my my day job i have color-coded folders and i have my notebooks and i have everything on that desk i have a different writing desk that i use for for other projects and um two separate computers even you know yeah, me too because you get sucked into the black hole of work for those of us that are now working at home and managing kids it's so easy to like if i go in my area where i keep my office computer if i go in there rob just to print something out for the kids homework i will get sucked in i have no self-control i'll have to check my email then i'm down the rabbit hole pretty soon it's 10 30 at night and i'm like crap i just screwed myself because i have no self-control and i admit it yeah. And, and you hear that ding and it's that immediate urgency. Oh gosh, did they write back? Did they answer my email? I needed to know. Yeah. I And what I tend to do is before I get up from that one desk and I still have things on my mind that I didn't do, the way I can let go of it is to create, I'm a list person. Me too. I create my list. It's sort of my to-do list and I keep it in a notebook. Everything goes in the notebook, the scribbles and whatnot, if I have to. Everything that I know that I'm going to have to do in the morning, I write down on that list, which helps me the next day because then I'm not trying to figure out where did I leave off? Yes. Read that email because I have to recompose it. There's things on that list that will help me and then I don't have to feel so, and then when you get that phone call that you weren't expecting and you have to sit down, oh gosh, I've got everything on my list that I knew I was going to need to address in the morning. And you feel so much more prepared. Well, and you're then- talking about flow. You know, yeah. like when we talk about flow, what we like about flow is everything's flowing. Yeah. When we stop, we stop the flow. So when yeah. we try to get in flow in the morning, and this is true of anything, it's yeah. really hard to 
get back in the flow and that your methodology rob works for so many different things like yeah. i will put my workout out the next the night before so I put my sneakers, I put my socks, I put my, you know, pants, my shirt and my sports bra, and I put them in a nice little pile, like by the corner of my bed. Yep. So that I can get up, I don't have to think about what to wear, what to do. Then I take my phone and I use Peloton when I'm not going to the gym. And yeah. Peloton did not sponsor the show, but I love my Peloton app. And I have already set out on Sunday night for the week what my workout will be. So I have to push a button. Half of the time, I'm not even awake. And you know my favorite phrase, battles are won or lost in the mind. There is no decision, should I work out or not? Should I do this or not? Should I, you know? And so before I even wake up, I'm on my spin bike or on my treadmill as I'm kind of waking up and there's an instructor there saying, lift your arms, sit up straight, you know, do whatever. <laughs> and half the time I'm not even completely awake yet. Yeah. But if it was up to me to make that decision and then all of a sudden I'm in the flow of my workout, feeling good, feeling great. And then I go into my office, you know, take my quick shower, go into my office and I sit down and I look at my notes from yesterday, my closing notes. I have opening notes or closing notes, whatever yeah. you want to call them. When I close out that part of my brain, I write down what has to happen the next day. And I put memory jogs. Like if I have to send an, a long email to somebody, I'll say, you know, email Maria, you know, tell her about the timestamp, tell her about this, tell her about that. And I'll make those things so that when I look at that list in the morning and I come into my office and I'm like, oh crap, I'm like, just don't want to be here. You yeah. don't have to think because there is decision fatigue like yes. and you sit there for 15 minutes going oh what am i going to do next what am I? and then you get up and you get some coffee and then you come back so getting yourself into that flow and you know this is something that writers use i i do a lot of interviews mm. with writers and when they are done with their writing session they write what they want to write in their next section on a post-it or on a piece of paper mm -hmm. So then when they sit down, they don't have to go read through all the documents. They look at the post-it, they can pick up where they left off and they can get into that flow faster. Because the faster we get in flow, the more work we get done, the earlier we finish our workday. Absolutely. Even with your children too, as far as having them lay out their clothes for the next day, having oh. them remember to put their homework back in the backpack so they're not calling you at 10 o'clock saying, my, I forgot my, my notebook, my uh, notebook is on my dresser or whatever. I, I, and, and having them do it. I mean, of course, in yeah. my day job, we're talking about children uh, acquiring decision-making and um, doing those kinds of things, ha having them make those small decisions as children, whether they wear the pink top or the blue top with the purple pants, that's their decision. They lay it out at night. They prepare their backpack. Even they could pick out the snack that they want or whatever. Having them do that the night before not only is good for them to learn decision-making skills, it's good for you because that's one less thing you've got to worry about in the right. morning. And it's Tell one less argument. That's the big thing. One <laughs> less argument. You know, if you each have your lunchbox and you fill it with your stuff the night before and shove it in the fridge and we have a yep. space for the lunchboxes, yep. like whatever you eat that day, like, honestly, I don't care. 
because I don't want to fight about baby carrots. I don't want to fight about, you know, the, the, the organic juice tastes terrible. Like that, my kids told me it tastes like pee. I'm like, <laughs> how do you know what pee tastes like? They're like, it gets warm and it gets, Ugh. but you know what? One less argument. And we do that thing too, Rob, but I do it as well. I mean, it's so funny. I should take a picture of it for social media when I have to work out of my home for the day and the kids go off to their things. There's two little backpacks by the front door and then there's yeah. my work bag because yeah. there's so much more to do in the morning. Like the dog throws up that throws us out of whack. So if we're as ready as we can go the night before, That's then we it. hit the ground running. So speaking yeah. of hitting the ground running, we have hit our time for today. So I want to thank you, Rob, for being my co-host and for always willing to talk about these mom things. And quite frankly, ladies, if you're listening today, don't beat yourself up if your house isn't Marie Kondo clean. If you have stuff all over that does not spark joy. Like I love Marie Kondo and I love listening to her, but I'm like, I think she is the reason I had so much anxiety as a young mom because mm -hmm. It's just not possible to get underpants rolled that tight. We'll be back again next week. Thanks for spending time with us today on Military Mom Talk Radio. We've got more than 200 episodes available to you anytime on iTunes or at our website, MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter. We look forward to another great conversation with you on Military Mom Talk Radio.